Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm uh, Mark Choi, and I'm here today with Brendan McCullough and uh, Douglas, believe it or not, Douglas Coleman's here too, so say hi. Hi! <laughs> Did you just open up the door to like a house party and then you're like, hey guys, welcome to the house, man! I haven't Whoa. seen you guys so long! Where have you been? The party started a couple hours ago. Uh, What's that? You have a kid? Show. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, come on in. Oh my god, Mark. <laughs> Never again. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm alright. That's, That's probably good. one of the better openings we've had in a while. Yeah, no, least hopefully me and Mark. <laughs> this starts our listeners' day off on the right foot. We'll see. Uh, but this is a video game podcast. We're gonna do a little bit of tech talk, too, uh, as a suggestion from a recent nah. review. So, we'll, I have some interesting things that I want to talk about. But, let's start off with video games. Uh, how about, let's go with Bren first. What have you been up to these days? I've actually done things that's not Overwatch, and I already forgot the other one I talked about a lot. Yeah, uh, Necropolis. Some- Necropolis, yeah. Um, I got more into Last Remnant. Last time I talked about it, I got, like less than an hour into it i've actually put some hours into it now nice what do you think is it looking up it's it's like i said it's just a weird like combat system to get used to like once you get used to it you can handle it better you have like i said before you kind of have small armies and you can have like a maximum number of units and a maximum number of groups so you can have one group and have all of your units into that like i think five is the most you can have at one unit or you can spread them out and have like one group of two, and then one group of three. And and then you can add more groups to it when you get stronger. So it's just very odd. It's it, I still enjoy, I'd say it's a good game so far, but I can see how, if you're just starting, how it can be very, tur- like, it can turn a lot of people off very early on, because it really doesn't tell you too much, or rather, it might tell you too much, and you kind of, like, zone some of the stuff out, because it just bombards you with all this information at once. And it's just kind of confusing. But it is cool, and it's kind of unique in that sense. I still hate the main character. I, oh, sure. One reason is it's clearly like a PG game. So when he goes into battle, he's like, yeah, let's kick some A. It's like, come on. Uh, wait, really? Yeah, he says A. So no. it's just like, uh, like, it's clearly, I don't know. They're, well, like, who, they're dealing uh, with like war and like invading other countries and killing people, and then you can't say ass. Like it's that blows my mind actually that the, yeah. who made the call to make this a a G game or PG or whatever when yeah you the context is war and fighting and like I don't know at least make it teen so you can get away with like it is rated teen is it it's still yeah. weird that they say that then that's just awful yeah um Jeez, but yeah dude. the grouping mechanics odd because it doesn't tell you too much and I went on a few missions and just got fucking murdered because you can't solo anything. Like, your main, your character you play as is weak as all hell. So you definitely need to, like, you hire mercenaries to join your group at first. Um, so I, you're telling me you don't kick A at first? You do not kick A. No A is kicked ever. Kicking A. You're, like, kicking some D, like, at best. Ooh, okay. Yeah, right in the Ds. Um, it, it's definitely interesting, and it's got me hooked into playing it more. There's, like, the crafting system, like, in Final Fantasy. You beat enemies, you get, like, parts of the animals you defeat. You can either capture, sometimes you can capture like an animal whole or you can split it up into parts and the parts can be used to craft stuff. But it says if you capture it alive, you can then sell it. But selling it is not nearly as like profitable as if you just sold the parts individually or if you crafted those parts into something better to sell. So I see no reason for why you would ever keep something alive, like, and then sell it to a market like as a living animal. It's very odd in that sense. 
um, there's this, like, you can go digging in it like you can in a lot of stuff. You can find items. But you don't dig with a shovel. Instead, you find this weird, like, affront-to-God creature called Mr. Diggs. And it's just this weird little, like, almost robotic mole thing that's got, like, three claws on its head. And they, like, spin around, and you just summon him, and he digs for you, and then you get items randomly. Whoa. He's super weird, and I absolutely love him. Mr. Diggs. Mr. Diggs. It's just, it's a very odd creature, but he kind of looks, he looks like the hand of a giant robot. Like, he looks like if you get, like, five other Mr. Diggs they assemble into Voltron or something. I love him. It's very bizarre. Uh, so the game's cool, and I'm glad Mark got it for me. Sweet. I'm so it's, glad it worked out. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be long. Like, it's like, what, 60 hours, you said? I think so. Yeah, so that's going to be in it for the long haul. I okay. couldn't, couldn't care about the story, but it's a cool game, like the mechanics and stuff. Am I wrong in, like, looking at Mr. Diggs and seeing, wait, I think I have the right image here, hopefully. Does he have, like, a lot of armor? Uh, yeah, Mr. Diggs is like D-I-G-G-S. Yeah, okay, so I see a picture when I Google image that, it's like, it looks like a teddy bear with, like, Viking gear on. Yeah. I don't even know. That's just, awesome. He's just really, like, crazy, and he just, like, the way they introduce him is he's stealing from, like, a shop, and, like, the shop owner scares him off, and then you just find him later on, and he's just like, yeah, I'll help you dig stuff out, and it's like, cool? It's like, alright, he's in your party. It's like, alright, I guess I got this weird, like, gerbil robot. That's like, awesome. It's just so yeah. bizarre, but I love it. It's 62 hours. Oh, boy. For just the main story. Holy hell. Yeah, I mean, that's one I'm, I was interested in, but the whole unique mechanics and stuff that you have to get used to, I'm not sure if I'll actually go into it or not. I'm e- eager to see what you say towards the end. I mean, it's definitely fun. I don't think I'm going to give it a glowing review. Like, oh, it's the best game ever, just because I don't care about the story at all. Like, that's what I'm the most interested in. So, yeah, already I think I'm out. Yeah, for it four, just, but for four ninety nine on a Steam sale. Oh, absolutely. Well, sure. I'm definitely seeing like the graphics loading in like during cutscene. Like I'll start talking to someone and they're really blurry, and then it all loads in. So like it's definitely like a PS2 level. Like I'd probably say like a late game PS2 level. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's great. I I do enjoy it, especially for five or five bucks. So. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Diggs is worth four ninety nine. There you go. Just that alone. Um, I also been playing. Uh, Divinity Original Sin, which another buddy of mine bought because it came in like a bundle pack. And you can play it by yourself where you play as, you control both characters or you can pl- co-op it where each person controls a hero because it's two heroes during the whole game. And I was kind of reluctant to play this because I have Divinity Dragon Commander, which is the same franchise. And that game's fucking awful because like doing the dialogue with other countries and the dialogue system and bartering with other species and stuff in Dragon Commander is fun, and that's the cool part. But then the actual gameplay is a real-time strategy that's pretty impossible, even on easy level difficulty. Like, it's just... Maybe I'm just terrible at it. Maybe I'm just god-awful at real-time strategies, but I could not beat, like, maybe the fourth level to save my life. Gotcha. So, So I never got too far in the game because I just couldn't, and I dropped that real quick. But this is just, like, a straight-up RPG, like medieval fantasy stuff. And it's fucking amazing. The only complaint I have is that I'm playing it with a buddy of mine and he's hosting it. So like all of our character stuff's on his account and I have to wait when he has free time to play it. Cause I want to play it all the time and I know I can't like sneak ahead ahead of him. Like even if I solo it, it'd be a douchey thing to do. Yeah. But it's just like, ah, it's so good. 
This is the <laughs> D- this is D&D the video game that's better than any official D&D video game. Wow. Like all the D&D official video game stuff's like pretty all right to like terrible. This one is great. It's better than like all D&D stuff. You can literally just run around, talk to other people. It doesn't hold your hands. Like you have to like they're like, "Oh, we have to find Evelyn. She's got this thing. It's like find Evelyn's house." It's like, "Okay, where is it?" It's like, "Ah, you got to find it." So you have to go like house to house and find stuff. You have to pay attention to when they speak. Also, th- robbing people blind is the most satisfying thing because you can just go <laughs> in. If they're not looking at you, you can steal all the paintings off the walls and the paints are like 300 bucks each. It's just, it's really fun. You get different characters. You have different abilities, different skills, and then different traits. So, like, one of the traits my buddy has is Pet Pal where he can talk to animals. So, they'll actually give him, like, important, like, vital uh, information to quests and stuff. Be like, oh yeah, I saw a black wizard around here somewhere. Like maybe you can find him, and then you find this cave full of like magical stuff. Whereas I don't have that ability, so all the animals just talk, like just squeak and crow at me, like regular animals. Uh, it's like really fun, and I think Divinity Original Sin Two just came out in early access, and that has like more uh, character creation options, uh, more quests, and all that more expanded stuff. And I think it has four player co op. Oh shit! So you can get like more people, and it's really fun but it's also one of those games where you're you can run around separate from each other and then all of a sudden you just hear your buddy go oh no 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 ah fuck i'm dead like and then <laughs> you have to restart like quick save is a miracle like unique to quick save constantly in this game gotcha because like a buddy my buddy was off talking to like the mayor of the town finding out what we're supposed to do in the city meanwhile i was over in a graveyard digging up a grave it's like you can dig up here do you want to dig i was like yes it's like you sure you want to dig it's like I'm pretty sure I want to dig here. There might be like loot or something here. Treasure. All right, go ahead. I dig up the grave and I explode and it does 40,000 damage to me. What the fuck? (laughs) What did you unearth? Apparently a nuclear warhead. (laughs) It was an old landmine from Nam. (laughs) Yeah. Because my character had about 100 health. So this obliterated me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That this, or it's just like a really mean prank for people going to more and they're just like, let's just plant these mines here. Well, I th- it, I think it was supposed to like fuck you over like because it's in the very beginning. It's like the tutorial area still. And it's kind of to teach you like, hey, there's traps everywhere. So be like, don't just dig up everything or open every chest without thinking twice. So like he had to come over and resurrect me and we wasted a resurrection scroll on that. And then I had half health for it while we played. And then he like pissed off some dude because he didn't read all the dialogue and ended up insulting the guy somehow and then the entire city turned on us and killed us Ooh, wow that would be me yeah so we had to reload (laughs) start over again and then i was able to talk to the guy and ended up negotiating like to help a prisoner get free and then that prisoner became like my sidekick so we had another person on our team that i could control because i was able to talk him out of it because i had higher charisma than my buddy like it's so great there's so much stuff to do and like it really just feels like D and D the video game. I, yeah, it, like, it sounds highly great, recommended. I kind of want to get in on this. Yeah, I'm it's interested myself. Fun. We should all do the four player one. Uh, in at some point, I don't, but, I saw people streaming it. Like, oh god, it's just absolute chaos. Like, oh gosh, I, I think it'd be very overwhelming to have four people doing it, or you have to be very well coordinated. Because, like I said, one person can just fuck everything up. So that sounds amazing. So. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it. Uh, yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 is in early access right now. As far as I know, it's it seems completed. Like, it feels like it's done. There's no, like, early access bug stuff. But it's, like, $45, so I'm not jumping on right away. I'll keep my eye on it for sure. 
That's understandable. I yeah. think it's supposed to be out at the end of the year, like December-ish. So even if you do wait till it's out of early access, it's not that long. And you could probably get it on like a Steam sale or something. Nice. Thanks for bringing that to uh, the table. Yeah, it's great. I really enjoy it. And like I said, the only complaint I have is I have to wait for my buddy to like have some free time to play it. How about you, Mark? Um, so the vanishing of Ethan Carter <laughs> finally beat that. I actually got a hundred percent of the Steam achievement. Holy which I'm, shit! Yeah, very proud of that. Um, well, you were saying although, that's like got all sorts of like challenging yes. things with like oh. you know, like the bloody rock and like in the middle of the woods and shit. I don't know exactly. Yeah, and you know maybe I I actually shouldn't feel too proud about that because I used a guide for some of it but, no dude, dude i would do the same especially it, if you're just like hunting for trophies whatever who cares? Yeah. it wouldn't shame. have been fun if i didn't do that genuinely okay you get to the last part of the game which it makes it very clear that this is the last part of the game and it so you look at this wall and it has everything like puzzle you've solved checked off and then you realize that all those like weird hidden puzzles weren't optional and that you have to go back to like the beginning of the game and solve them in order to finish the game. Oh, that sucks. But you don't know if you're missing them or not. And it doesn't tell you where they are either. So I I got to the last part and it was like, Oh yeah, there's another puzzle you didn't find or solve and have know nothing about. So you got to walk back to the beginning of the map. <laughs> And I was just like, oh my god. Oh my god. Where's the puzzle? It's like, I don't know, you gotta find it. It's like, <sighs> yeah, it turns out the last puzzle was just a bunch. I had to find like five random traps scattered like next to these railroad tracks, but they're invisible. Oh, jeez. And yeah. So, awesome story. The story is incredible. Uh, the graphics are, are amazing. Gameplay is cool when it's not like that. There are puzzles that you can solve for yourself and you still feel pretty good about, but that game's done. Beat it in five hours. I'm moving on. Um, <laughs> I went not my that hands of you and move on. Yeah. <laughs> not that I could do anything else in it if I wanted to, but yeah, so I'm, I'm moving on to other stuff. I, I started, I've been playing the, um, the Resident Evil collection that I mentioned last time. Still been going on that. Um, another cool thing that actually kind of falls under more of like a tech category that has led to gaming though. I bought a Raspberry Pi Zero from Micro Center. Ooh. So it's the $5 version of the Raspberry Pi. And it's, it's just like a small single core processor, 512 megabytes of RAM. Um, but I've loaded up RetroPie on it. It's a, so it's, it's a Raspbian Linux with this, um, like software bundle installed on top of it, but it's set to like boot directly to that on startup. So for all intents and purposes, it's, it's just an arcade machine with a bunch of emulators on it. And it's just gorgeous. And I have, I have every single ROM for every system before the PS. Well, actually it's, it, I shouldn't base it off PlayStation. Cause I have, I just have like every retro ROM ever made. Uh, I have like, 25,000 games on it. Jeez. That is so fucking rad. I'm going to have yeah. to stop by. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Oh, and I bought, um, two, 
uh, Super Nintendo con- USB controllers from Amazon for ten dollars, brand new. Ooh. Um, with the adapt, and I, it came with a US. I bought a USB hub and an HDMI adapter, so I have a retro gaming console for like a whopping total of like twenty dollars. So, oh my god. Yeah, it's so cool, and it like hooks up to any TV, and it's it is awesome. That is dope as shit. Yeah, I was playing like the old F Zero on on Super Nintendo today, dude. Just if I could th- hop into anything retro right now, it would be Rocket Knight Adventures. I have that. Yeah, fuck I have yeah. That. <laughs> it's like, oh, do you have? Yes. What about yes? It's like stop asking what I do have, and rather ask what I don't have, and that's nothing. <laughs> I have everything. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you have a... Uh, I can't think of a game or no game game. <laughs> Happy <Okay>. Piano Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Yeah, I have it. Got it. Mark, you're lying to us. <laughs> Probably does have it. Somewhere it exists. Someone has it. Oh, God. I imagine, like, now with, like... Like, like now that, like, gamers like us who grew up with video games are now becoming old enough to be parents, I imagine, like, someone having an old console like that where they have a bunch of the old games and then they have kids and be like... Nah, you don't get to play the new generation stuff. You play the retro stuff that I grew up on. You're not getting your hand holded with easy tutorials and like no dying like runs. Like you're doing Lion King on the Sega Genesis, just like I had to when I was nine. <laughs> you're gonna hate me forever. Oh god, dude, this thing has like DOS games. Like I have a DOS emulator. <laughs> oh, do you have cat and mouse game? Holy shit! I probably do. Like the list, <laughs> the list of games I have, I, I don't, I haven't even read all the way through them because it's just too many. Like. I have like old every old Atari system, and I have like Ski every free. Neo Geo thing. I have like I have I have a Turbo Graphics. <laughs> Holy fuck! Which is a con. It's a funny because it's referenced in Homestar all the time. Strong Bad, he only buys. He goes to GameStop and he buys. He tries to find Turbo Graphics games. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> but uh, any other games, or is that mainly it? Uh, I still haven't. I still haven't beaten uh, Shadowrun. I'm uh, gonna. Well, that's that the lengthy game. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I still. I'm like still going on that. Um, been goofing around on some some handheld games, some Vita games. Um, oh, one more thing though. Not not about a game I've been playing, but I was talking to one of my one of my friends and. He kind of made a really good point about the PS4. So, as I've been saying, like, up until this point, how I'm going to be buying the, like, the new advanced graphics one, uh, the Pro. Wait, what is it? Is it they changed the name of it once they officially... PS Pro, I think. Yeah, or Pro. Neo? Yeah, the Pro. Well, so, what he was saying, and I'm just taking his word for this, but... Um, so, there's, like, the two settings. So, there's one for the Pro and then the non-Pro. And I hear the Pro is going to be pushing out what they claim to be 4K, even though it's not actually 4K. Um, but I think you need a 4K TV to be able to even do that. And I'm yep. going to be leaving mine in the living room, and I don't have a 4K TV. No and, one does. Yeah, and so when that drops, the price of of PS the non-Pro version, if that like moves at all... I'll just snag up like a regular PS4. I don't need the Pro. That's I a just, smart move. I, yeah, I just want, all I want to do is play like 
the PS4 exclusives and stuff. I, I, I re- honestly, the graphics are good enough for me. I really am not that picky. So I, I actually don't think I'm going to get the pro anymore. I think I'm just going to get the regular PS4. I think you're smart to do that. Uh, people who already have a PlayStation 4 have no need to really upgrade. Uh, in general, I think it's a dumb move. A lot of, uh, people who like analyze what PlayStation do and are kind of like, what the fuck is this? Like, you got PlayStation Five coming down the pipes in a couple years. Like, what the? Why even do this? So well, I know that's the thing with the 4K TVs and the 3D TVs. Uh, TVs years ago, people were like, oh yeah, there's now 3D TVs on the market. Like everyone can have them now. It's like sure if you can afford it and if you think it's worth it. But how many people do you actually know that have a 3D TV right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. Or even a smart TV. Like I don't know anyone with a smart TV. And with the PS4K, it needs a 4K TV, which no one has, because no one really needs it. You got the standard H, you got standard definition, you got high definition. Like, if people really want it, they can have it, but it's, it's a super niche market. And by the time it is more affordable to have a 4K TV, the next PlayStation system is going to come out and people are beginning that because it has certain exclusives. Like, it's the same with the 3D TV. Like, it's just, it's not worth it. If you do have a 4K, like, fine. That's your, you know, up to you. But it's definitely a minority of consumers. That's what I mean. And I think the media itself has to be 4K. So it's like if you have certain movies, like, I don't know, like if it's a Blu-ray, like it is a Blu-ray 1080p. So like it's not necessarily going to be 4K when you pop it in. I don't really know how that works. Yeah. And like the new Pro is like 400 new, I think. Yeah. Already the PS4 regular is like 300 new. I know, and, and then, I almost wish I held out until it was 300, but then again, I had a good amount of time playing some good, solid games. So. Yeah, you you had a pretty big gap between the release date. Um, yeah. And dude, even the if you buy it used, it's like 260. Yeah, wow. It's you, ridiculous. You, like, you, I might just buy a refurbished one for like 260 bucks. It's just like, that's so cheap. <laughs> Also, because the new Persona is coming out is like the main reason I'm buying it. Gotcha. Uh, so that's that's what I'm really looking forward to. That makes sense. I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy 15. I think it got delayed again. It was supposed to come out like the day before my birthday, I think, in the U.S., which is like my birthday's November 30th. So I don't know I, when it's coming out now. I think mm. it's a gaming miracle if any game actually comes out on the day they're scheduled to be released initially. Because <laughs> Literally everything I've ever heard of any game I was interested in, it's like, oh, it's been delayed, like, yeah. seven times. Well, did we get around to saying it last episode? You posted in Show Topics that Last Guardian got delayed again. I think our yep. listeners probably know this new by- news by now, but it's just like, give me a fucking break. No, nah, it's never coming out. It's it is. It's, no, dude, I think they said, this is the last time it's happening. What is it? <laughs> They're hunting dick in you? What's that term? <laughs> oh, no, it's called uh, Crying Wolf. Crying Wolf? <laughs> in general uh i guess we can talk about the games i've been playing mainly the same kind of shit deus ex all day every day it's so fucking good uh the <laughs> story is a job solely to play deus ex i wish no but <laughs> it's like the the side missions every single side mission i'm doing like if there's an option i'm gonna do it like i'm having so much fun the stories the characters i did play it so much that like the game just started fucking glitching out like hard like and the thing is like i think it was way earlier in the podcast and on an episode where we were talking about I was tricking AI by like stacking boxes so they wouldn't see me hack something like I'm doing the same kind of tactics in this version of the game but it's kind of like like I said getting glitchy so I'd put like certain objects in a character in a character's path and like I don't even know how to describe it other than they're just having like a straight up seizure and I was and they're they were glitching so hard and 
I don't know. It's got certain issues, but other than that, I'm having a really good time. Uh, Adam Jensen, though, he's just so like robotic and emotionless, like during like cutscenes. <laughs> Gee, like, like, I wonder why. I know, oh, God. <laughs> pun intended. But no, in general, it's just like it's really just awkward. Like, especially if he's like interacting with a female or something. Like this guy has no skills. But uh, <laughs> in general, check that game out. Um. I think the I think the only organic component of him left is the skin on his body. I think everything else is metal. Oh, He's RoboCop. Well, his that, brain too. I'm so like, glad you reminded brain. me of this though. I I have a new conspiracy theory. I think Adam oh, Jensen is a fucking vampire because I went into a <laughs> I went into a mirror in that game and there was no reflection. I was no, like, Are you, you f- can't base it solely off that. No, but listen. Also, look at his the skin tight like white skin on his face. He has got no blood running through his veins. All right, I can immediately shoot down this conspiracy theory. Um, he has no blood running through his veins. Sure, maybe because he's a robot that could always be oil. Like it could be a mixture of blood and oil. It can be some sort of or you know hybrid fluid that they have in the future. So it's very possible he doesn't have blood in his veins. And the reason there's no reflection, it's very difficult to have reflections in mirrors in video games. It's very rare that they do. That's I no th- excuse. I think the division had, I think was it just paintings in the mirrors they had something in the division with mirrors and it just was another really shitty aspect of the division overall for that game but it's yeah look in any game with uh mirrors like most of them don't want to have that player especially if it's a first person because you're not supposed to see what you look like sort of thing speaking of real conspiracies and and the division and video games oh the uh this is i mean i don't know what to make of this it's not I don't know if it's even, like, what the conspiracy claims is the motivation behind it, but... So, you know the recent bombs that went off in New York, right? Oh, oh God. Boy. Yeah. So, the beginning of The Division, a very focal point and, like, a big moment in that game, a bomb goes off at the exact location the bomb went off in real life, and... Now, that's what starts everything off in the game is a bomb going off to like to the T, the coordinates on the same street, the same spot. Well, now in I'm the just, division that leads me to think it's a fanatic or someone who played the game is like, yeah, now I'm going to go do that. It's kind of getting just like swept under the rug, like no one's like taking it seriously. And I don't know if that changes anything at all. I just think it's kind of a weird fact. But I mean, I, I don't really know. Man. Hope it's it's. It's just a sheer coincidence, because if we are actually in some video game, like if all of real life is actually a video game, I pray to Christ it's not The Division. No, that's not... Ha- that's not. That's a well, shitty game. That's not the conclusion you're supposed to draw. Yeah, no. That's, that's what I draw from. Brandon, no, that's not if, I, if I'm living in a video game, I want it to be The Witcher, because I want to see Geralt one day, and then I want to be eaten alive by some sort of werewolf. Okay. Um, and back to the games I've been playing. Uh, I was playing Adrift some more, and the thing is, like, I tweeted about it recently and like the developer was like oh let us know what you think after you finish it i don't know if i'm ever gonna finish this game i suck at this goddamn game and like (laughs) i i'm legitimately trying and i'm not using a guide so maybe that's my problem i'm just like floating around trying to get from point a to point b figure out what the fuck's going on i keep finding these little like uh 
how do I call it? Like an electronic device that will like speak to me. And it's like, Oh, agent McDonough, like a uh, voice log one or something. And then you listen to this guy and he's explaining how he has kids on planet earth. And it's all like very surreal. And you feel like you're really connecting with this guy. And okay, I'm going to go into spoiler zones, but it's kind of apparent. Like the setting of the game is you're on a destroyed fucking spaceship. So like everything's in disarray and you're trying to survive and you're running out of oxygen. But regardless, so this is spoiler zone. If you want to skip the next like 30 seconds, go for it. You, you fucking find this guy's dead body, uh, at one point. And I'm like, okay, well, that's got to be a key point of this game. And that's, that's as far as I've gotten. And I, I'm actually at a complete loss of where to go. I've tried to float to every possible location, I feel like. And every time I get to some part where I can't, I just end up fucking suffocating and it's so frustrating in general. I might end up just needing to bite the bullet and walk, watch a walk through and just, uh, get past the part that I can't seem to understand. But so that inherently leads me to believe that it's not intuitive as far as like a linear, like this is very, you should be able to figure this out. Maybe you should. And I'm just an idiot. That's very probable. Listeners know this, but in general, I don't know. I'm going to, I do want to beat that game. Cause I love that. Like the whole concept of it and, just the visuals are stunning. Like the, the game engine they used is like top notch. Like it's ridiculous shit. Like the load times are obviously, uh, long as a result, but mm-hmm. it's worth it. Um, but I still I, haven't beaten that. So that's upsetting. I lost my pride of like, Oh, I beat this without a walkthrough or any help at all. Like I lost that long ago, mostly with uh shadow of the Colossus and like the metal gear games. Like I'm, I'm fine with using a guy. Like I definitely give it my best try, but if I hit that wall where I can't get past it, I feel like no shame using a guide. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth it instead of just hitting a wall and then not making progress. So it's just yeah, like <laughs> it's better better to have a little help with one puzzle than hitting the wall and then not finishing the rest of the game. And like, then like months later around. coming back and being like, I have to start from ground one. Like, and oh, oh God, it's the worst. It's it is the absolute worst. I think one of the Assassin's Creed games. I think it was Black Flag. Is like, oh, we noticed you haven't played in a while. Here are the controls again. It's like, oh, thank you, bless you. Wow, that is pretty handy. That I wish other games did that. But that's yeah. an, the when I log into Deus Ex, for instance, it'll like as the long load screens are a uh, load times are happening, it has a little recap, and I can like hit R one or L one uh, to like sc- scroll through like the different chapters of what has transpired up until now. So that's mm-hmm. really handy. Yeah, a little story recap. Exactly. So that's yeah. cool. And then so the good. last game I've been playing, which listeners are well aware of, is Peggle Blast. But <laughs> The reason I bring it up is because there's some really interesting news here. So, <laughs> well, it's depending it's on if you're actually playing. Subjective. It's if you're playing the game, and I hope you guys are because it's fucking great. But the the one complaint I was saying is like, oh, they they throw too many fucking things at you. There's iced pegs. There's fucking bombs. There's gnomes. There's oiled pegs. There's like all these new characters, most of which suck. I'll be fucking honest. Like I hate the character, like the art design. I just ah, old peggle is way better in that regard. But and they made it way challenging, which is a good thing because I do like a challenge. But they made it almost too challenging. So fuck off. But then the the main thing that bothered me the most was like, oh, they limit the amount of lives you have, and if you run out of lives, you have to wait a certain amount of time to to gain them i think it's like every 20 minutes you'll get one life and you cap at six so it's like it's a big pain in the ass if you like burn through six lives on a level and then like it's like oh we gotta wait 20 minutes for just one more attempt old peggle it was casual as fuck you log in play as much as you want and it was a self-esteem booster this is more or less like a chore so 
my girlfriend actually is the person who brought this to my attention. It's this workaround for if you're losing lives like regularly and don't want to have to deal with that. It's this glitch where you could just avoid losing lives entirely. So let's say you have six lives, you fuck up a level and it says end level. Like the option is to end the level. If you just literally exit out of the app on your phone and like kind of like just yeah if you just exit out of the app entirely and then log back into it it'll pick up on the level you were just at with six lives and not realize that you that you had lost a life so it's less of a work around the game and it's more of just a blatant cheat yes definitely <laughs> but it's so it saves you time and money because people pay to have their to get more lives i'm like i can't believe you would actually pay when all you have to do is basically tell the like trick the game into being like well i'm just gonna close it come back in and up oh, there's my lives the american economy is based solely around the concept of people can do it themselves but here's five bucks for me not to do it or to speed things up yeah well i don't know if you didn't know that here you there go, you go. <laughs> it's nothing that exciting but i don't know it does if you for instance if you're on like some super hard level and you want to play and, and until you get it you would be limited to six attempts I just like that you said within that sentence that I, I like a challenge and then also said, but I also want infinite lives. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am good at good. I enjoy a good challenge, but I also like to cheat like a motherfucker. Yeah, but I would have tried the challenge multiple times or else it's not fun. Yeah. Um, so those are the games I've been playing. I guess we can go into the techie <laughs> kind of things that I wanted to bring up. And it's kind of old news. So sorry, listener. But iPhone 7 is out or yeah, it's out now. And the main thing about it that I, everyone knows I'm anti Apple and all for Android devices and shit. But in general, this iPhone doesn't have a headphone jack. And a lot of people are saying like, it's a smart move. A lot of people are making Who's fun of it. Who's saying that? Well, I, I've read an article and they're like, oh, they're right to do it because it's like a, no. I know I, I definitely disagree full heartedly. <laughs> they're just, I, I, that's the thing. Most of the internet is making tons of memes about it. And I'm very glad because I want them to point out how stupid of a move it is. But yeah, where, where do you guys stand on it? I personally think headphone jacks are essential to the modern day smartphone because not only for just headphones but for hooking up your phone to your auxiliary if you're not doing it bluetooth or whatever Mm -hmm. i think the iphone 7 like going without the audio jack is just a clear like marketing employee for apple they're they've always been sought as like the most fashionable tech and like trendy because it's all sleek and it i think they're trying to go away without having cables to make it seem cooler and trendier so you don't have to get tangled up with it and look at those like you know outdated cables and wireless is all the rage now so they're trying to go on like the fashionable trendy way i very redundant i don't know any other synonyms for fashionable or trendy um but i think this is also a cheap trick to what apple's always done is if people lose the headphones they have to buy new ones and just yeah. simple as oh. that shit is super replaceable and you just if it breaks you buy a new one that's how apple's always been that's where I'm going with this. Okay, so they're also going to charge you $9 for a, an adapter. So you can plug into where you typically would charge your phone an adapter where you could put in your headphones. Now, so you're telling me I can't charge my phone and listen to something at the same time? Nope. Like, what the fuck? And you're charging me money for something that should have been on the phone to begin with? This is and, Apple to a T. And the so wireless, you wonder why I don't buy any of their products. And the wireless headphones are real expensive, like 160 Mm-hmm. something crazy if you that is crazy my biggest beef with it is the fact that the hardware is barely upgraded like i'm the processing power 
it's almost the same thing. So if you think about it, you're actually getting a phone with less functionality. Yep. Oh my god. I'm not even kidding. It's worse. And it's funny. I've seen like people that like I'm just friends with on Facebook like post like a status like oh just got the iPhone seven thinking like they're the hippest coolest person in town and I'm like you just made a big mistake. I think I saw a video of them having because you know with all the iPhones there's usually a line waiting outside the door for when they open people could be the first ones to have it. There's a video of, I'm not sure where it was, but it was an Apple store and they had balloons all over. They had a guy come out and like spray confetti, like when they cut the ribbon to open up the store that day that's first available. And it was like two guys there looking super depressed and like upset with themselves that they're in line. <laughs> and it was just like the best thing to see. Oh God. Well, that's what I mean. And Apple's like hyping it up being like, this is the best device we've ever made or something like, I don't know. They're really trying to sell it hard. Yeah. I think, I think eventually they're going to get rid of the, charging uh, port so that way it would just be like up because there already are those charging pads where you put the sticker on the back of a phone and you could just lay it down on the pad and it'll charge wirelessly like, yeah so i think they're eventually going to get rid of that just to be even more sleek and also less control for the consumer like so you can't do certain things with it like well that's the thing in the like where we're moving forward with smart phone technology it seems like shatterproof uh screens and uh water resistance and all that stuff is what's going to be like mainstream yeah and i know plenty of people who don't like who have iphones but don't like the iphone 7 uh that's kind of tough shit for you because eventually you're gonna have to upgrade it at a certain point because they'll stop sending your phone updates that way you're forced up by, by the latest iphone yeah well at least I mean, we could talk shit on Apple all day, but dude, Samsung has got themselves <laughs> in a fucking mess right now, dude. Yep. Did you see what's going on with? I don't know if it's the S7 or the Note 7, but there's one of the sevens. It's the is Galaxy like, S7. Yeah, dude, these motherfuckers are burning down people's houses and shit. And like, it's the battery specifically that just gets too hot and just melts down. Like, I've heard that people, is unreal. I've heard people who've flown recently. Uh, say their flight attendant would talk like go over the safety procedure for the flight and everything and then they also say if you happen to have a galaxy s7 do not use it during the flight at all yeah because of the risk that it could explode that's fucking insane so yeah and listener if you got one of those things uh there's a full-on recall for those so get that in because i think they're going to give you a new phone that's how bad it is i mean they definitely should give a new phone if not a class action lawsuit yeah, no, there's all sorts of shit going on there. So wouldn't want to be Samsung. But I'm also, it's funny, I just got a text the other day, so I'm in the market for a new smartphone. And you guys, early, if you've been with us for a long time, which who knows if you have or haven't, but uh, early in the podcast, I, which is going on two years ago now, I got this <laughs> phone, the Droid, Droid Turbo, uh, and I talked it up like so much because, A, I, it's still in like pristine shape to this day. And it charges super fast, holds and maintains a charge, has great uh, resolution as far as the screen goes. I, I just love the Droid Turbo. It's a great fucking phone. And apparently since then, there's the Droid Turbo 2, which I didn't even get around to checking out because I've been so enamored with my original Droid Turbo. But apparently there's like uh, various upgrades, some of which people said there's like certain issues with the two. But here I am on the horizon of needing a new smartphone and I'm thinking, oh, do I just go in and trade this one in and get the Droid Turbo 2 now? Or do I hold out for a couple months? I'm thinking, given the the trend of like smartphones and when they come out, I'm it's kind of anticipated and expected for the Droid Turbo 3 to be announced like late or like mid-October of this year. So I'm thinking I'm going to hold out for that and try to get the latest tech and talk that up. 
<laughs> I don't know. Didn't you just say for the PlayStation, you wish you held out longer so it was cheaper? That's what I mean. I'm, I think it would make sense for me to hold out longer for the better version in this case. Oh, uh, okay. But whatever. In general, <laughs> I do want to get the Droid Turbo 3 whenever that comes out. It seems pretty cool. I don't know. And there's other Motorola phones that I was considering, but definitely not Samsung and definitely not iPhone. Yeah, I, I'm in the market for a new phone too, but I, I do not use it nearly as much as a smartphone as I do just an old fashioned like flip phone. So I, I don't really care about like the processing speed or res, I mean, the resolution on the camera would be nice, but I don't need it because I don't, I take maybe one picture a year. So I don't need like all these, like people are like, Oh, you can have like 15 games. I'm like, I play one game ever. <laughs> so I, I really, I don't need a smartphone. I still could use a flip phone and be fine. Uh, see, I I abuse my smartphone like it's like a miniature tablet. I have so many games, and like in general, like I just love the goddamn thing. So I I don't know. I do need all the features. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be taking whatever free smartphone they have for the upgrade. Gotcha. Um, what else? Oh, I finally got around to watching The Little Prince on Netflix. Oh yeah, that's right. How was it? It's super good. Nice. Do not watch it if you're anywhere near an emotional state, because it will hit you hard. Oh God. But I watch it on Netflix. If you have Netflix, definitely watch it. If anything else, but to say a fuck you to Paramount who pulled it like a week before it was supposed to be released. What? Yeah, and like they really didn't explain well why. But if you look around, you can find they weren't confident in it. Another movie they had didn't do well, and they just were unsure about it and pulled it because it was like by a French studio, so they didn't think it would do well to an American audience as it did around the world. So if anything, watch it just to say fuck you, Paramount. Because it's a great movie, and it definitely should be watched. Uh, what else? Oh, I finished Fables. I finished all 150 chapters of Fables. Holy shit, yeah, you were in the 90s last I checked. Yeah, I burnt through it real fast. It is great, up till the very last arc, until, like, issue 130. And then, in my opinion, it was not good at all. Like, oh, no, it tanked? It just felt super rushed. It seems like they were setting up a lot of stuff. And it seemed like they were like, yeah, this series would go into like the 200s and maybe 300s. This is going to be a long running series. And it seems like the main guy was just like, nah, fuck it. I want to wrap this up by 150. And then they just like crammed in this last arc where all the characters feel super different. They just kill off a bunch of people like out of nowhere, it seems like. And then they're like, and that's it. It's like, oh, what the hell? Like, it just left a really bad taste in my mouth after what was a very good run of a series. Wow. Interesting. I I still enjoy it overall, but the ending is just real bittersweet. I, I did not enjoy it. And I also finished, we talked about before, but ReZero apparently is over. It said at episode 25, they're like, yeah, the series is done. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Then this changes everything about my opinion on the show. <laughs> I, Mark's still watching, oh, no. so I won't yeah, spoil I'm it. Yeah, still watching. But it's just it like... I thought it was going to keep going. I'm like, all right, I can keep watching this. And then I found that it's only a tw- 25 episode run. So if there is a third season, that would be cool. If there isn't, I have some concerns, but I'll just say that. Uh, also, that's me. I'm very picky with stuff. So mm-hmm. that might just be my own personal issues. Listeners had no idea. Uh, if you're watching it and you are all <laughs> caught up, let me know. I would love to see someone else's opinion on it. I I'm enjoying it, but I'm only just now starting season two. So yeah. Uh, Enjoy it while it lasts, because apparently this is it. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, that about does it for our nerdy talk. Do you guys want to play a conversation game, or how are you feeling? I uh, I want Brendan to Brendan quickly check checks uh, Steam real quick. 
Oh, oh shit. I'm, all right, I'll have to go to my other computer because I don't have Steam on this one. What did you send me? Oh, yeah, Mark, I'm all the way away now. Oh, God damn it, you sent me another one? <laughs> all right. It's <laughs> that Peter Griffin laugh. <laughs> Mark sent me a uh, Nature Defenders like a week ago. God damn it, it Mark. It just looks terrible. I don't know if it's a tower defense or if it's like a chest. Like, Oh, it looks terrible. But now, all right. Brethany, I'm not sure if I've told you this, but if you use a plastic stand, you might might have a sweet time. Keep it fair, but basically keep it square. Keep your tip up, over and out, That's What? That's the message. That's Mark. <laughs> and you keep said, your tip up. Uriel's Chasm? What? <laughs> Look at the first preview. I'd rather not. Just uh, do it. I, hold on. This looks terrible. <laughs> Why do you, Mark, I said it before and I'll say it again. Mark hates having money. Yep. He likes just <laughs> spending money to send me games purely as a joke. Terrible, oh, wait, terrible Mark, games. Let's, let's turn this like bad habit around. I was thinking, like, speaking of hating money, wouldn't it be cool to get into retro gaming collection or collecting? He that does. He's so been cool. over 2500 yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I I meant like physical physical copies. Like, Whoa, like this is awful. <laughs> oh, this no. is so bad. What game is this? Uriel's <laughs> Chasm. It it's called Uriel's Chasm. <laughs> overwhelmingly negative reviews on Steam. It looks terrible. <laughs> when you when you Google it, it's literally a one out of five star. Oh wow! If it could get a zero. It definitely would. This looks. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Why is it so bad? One of the reviews just says, please kill me. <laughs> 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 oh, gross. This looks terrible. The worst thing about that is someone spent time on that. Uh, Oof. That's debatable. It seems like someone just stole assets from other games and matched it in. Bren, you need to. You, this is like one that you might actually want to just play and see how bad it is. I really don't. I really don't. This was like just straight up stolen assets from other stuff, and someone just like mashed it all together. How is that the same price as Mr. Diggs? I don't get it. Mr. Diggs is so dope. Oh, <laughs> uh, going right into my shit games category right away without even playing it. Oh no! That's like all of those games are just from Mark. Alright, we're playing games. I Was Walrus. Sweet. Mark, how much money have you spent ironically buying video games? I would love for you, to. For honestly, everyone. for you, just for you, it might be twenty-five bucks. <laughs> you just, you've like iron. You could have just taken twenty-five dollars and lit it on fire in front of me, and it would have been better spent than these games. 
but I get I get such a kick out of you reading the messages base. That's one of my favorite parts about it is writing the messages. It's very bizarre. I feel like you ran it through like 14 translators. <laughs> it's so odd. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Right, what game? Let's yeah, I was Walrus. I'm thinking about judging. I'm not sure. You can cuz I I judged last time. All right. Round 1, I'm thinking you guys are going to create a psychological horror game. I want to know what the kind of psychological twist is to your game. So you're trying to pull a Shyamalan on me. Oh, then uh, it's also going to be a Five Nights at Freddy's then, because it'll be a good game for the first one, and then the rest are shit. Oh, Jesus. Just like M. Night Shyamalan. Mine's going to be about a bunch of people that live in the woods in PA, and they think it's the 1800s. No actual Shyamalan references. Mine is taking a beloved children's animated franchise and fucking shitting all over it for millions of dollars and ruining what could have been an amazing film. It's all right, Bren. I hate him so much. I liked Signs. (laughs) (laughs) People don't know that it was based off the uh, Berenstein Bears novels. (laughs) Is that fact no I'm like oh no God. not even close why would you ever think that because i was thinking whoa i was wondering if there was a berenstein that i missed that like really uh <laughs> brother was... bear finds a crop circle <laughs> <laughs> papa bear finds out the government illuminati suppressing alien information i'm just remembering this one is it berenstein or berenstein first of all there's everyone gets actually, that wrong yeah I there's actually like a small controversy about that like yeah there's like a debate. Uh, I think it's Baron Stain, to be honest, but I remember one specifically where they're running through the night, and I want to doubt if someone gets abducted. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, do you guys have your answers? Or what? You think oh, no, yeah, I completely forgot. <laughs> so you're working on a psychological horror game. What is the psychological twist of the game? Because, like, I don't know, whenever they say that as, like, it's the genre, I'm like, well, what? how's it going to fuck with my psychology? I think I got it. All right. Okay, I think I'm ready. All right, guys, round one. Shyamalan me. Three, two, one. Go. It's like a labyrinth horror game where you're going through it and it's just different abominations around other turns. It, you know, standard sort of maze horror. And as you go, it just progressively gets like scarier and scarier to the point where it just becomes more abstract. And less like corporeal, like they're no longer you're no longer seeing like monsters, and you're more more scared running into like absurd scenarios and scary concepts. And the further you go, the more you slowly realize that you're not in a labyrinth; you're actually in the brain, like physically in the brain, through the different like gray matter like lines of Mark, and it's called Marky Mark and the fun- Funky Bunch. Holy hell! <laughs> Why are you in my head? Because <laughs> there's literally nothing scarier to me than inside your own head. Wow. That's okay. pretty valid. Uh, how about Mark's answer? Um, so you play as this guy, and the main concept is that you can only walk forward. And it's it, it would guess it would be like VR sort of. Um, and if you're walking forward and you try and turn around, it'll basically take what you were looking at when you were walking forward and just swap it to what's behind you. So no matter what, you can't, 
you can't see what's what you've passed already. So you you can't like backtrack. You can't do anything except except like solve the puzzles you have to solve to get to the end of the game. And um, I mean, I don't have any of the specific scary elements that happen in the game, but at the end, you'd find out that you were just a display in a in a big museum for very wealthy people that would pay to come like watch watch you be like tortured and scared and stuff okay night at the museum took a weird turn at the fifth movie (laughs) yeah i was just gonna say that that was really interesting i thought at first the Shyamalan itself was the fact that you can only move forward but no then i saw it okay hmm so to be in mark's brain and like playing doom as it progressively gets weirder or to be only able to move forward and you're kind of like the the subject of like these rich people like human the hunger zoo. games yeah hmm i think i'm going to go with bren's answer only because the concept of only being able to move forward terrifies me and it would probably just ruin the game I don't know. It'd have to be really convincing. <laughs> Imagine something's chasing you from behind and you can't even turn to see what it is. That's what I mean. Or like in just in general, like you, you miss something and it's like, uh, and then it's like, oh fuck. You're just like, I'll have to wait till next playthrough. Or no, you can make a big, huge loop back. That was, like oh, the I see. Okay. Okay. So that's like imagine how you the, get around Imagine it. the stress of that. That was like what I was trying to get at. I love the logic, though. For the scariest game, I'm going to choose Brendan's, because Mark's is too scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> the idea of only moving forward is terrifying, and then you chose mine. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> there is no logic in I Was the Walrus. We should know this. Uh, on to round There's only two. chaos. Chaos and tears. All right, well, that leads right into the next category. Uh, you guys have to name a signature sex move. <laughs> what is it? I mean, I just said <laughs> <laughs> chaos and tears. I rip a, get, a goat's head open and let blood pour down on me and my lover, and I just start crying. Do you love me? Do you love me now, mommy? Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, this is just re- the reason I did this category is because uh, Matt's crazy ass conversation game. What was it? Fallout Four or Sex <laughs> on Urban Dictionary? To be fair, that was actually pretty, that worked a lot better than I thought it would. I know that was actually pretty fun. And the raunchiest episode we ever did. <laughs> I feel like we've done worse. I feel like I've done worse. Potentially. My dad listened to an episode and he was disappointed by how much I curse. <laughs> Kick him in the A. Kick him right in the A. Attaboy, Brendan. He just says that to himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, what's the point of the sex act? To be like the most absurd or like... It's just like... It's basically to be unique. I mean, like, maybe try to make it so only, like, brave souls will pull it off. I mean, I don't know if they're brave, but I got an idea. Okay, I'm good. All right, guys. Round two. Three, two, one, go. Let's call it the stanky tauntaun. Oh, fuck. It's where you do it in the butt. And then afterwards, you cut open your lover and try to crawl inside of them. And while you're doing it, you say, man, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. And then you flee the country because you just committed murder. 
Jesus Christ, that is only brave right. souls attempt. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine's mine's called Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And it's when you uh you go you attend your local high school football game. <laughs> uh and you go buy each person buys a slice of cheese pizza and you strip down naked and you cover yourself with the cheese pizza and you have to sneak inside where all the people are broadcasting and you have to do you have to do it in the the broadcast tower what does the pizza have to do with anything <laughs> cuz you have to, it's dug it's only natural how it's else are you going to get up there <laughs> it's what you do and is the goal to like have your moans heard over the loudspeaker, or like what are you? Are you just trying to just have sex behind these people without them yeah, noticing? It's just, yeah, it's just bragging, right? They can notice you. If you <laughs> just want. bragging. They can right. notice you. You know, I, I did Friday Night Lights once. It was pretty cool. No big deal. Hashtag home <laughs> brag. I'm going with that simply because it doesn't involve murdering anyone. <laughs> oh, you're uh, not <laughs> I mean. Brand definitely should have won because of how loud it left, but uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm giving Mark that one. Yay! I was really hoping it'd be like, you go to your like, a ho- local high school football game, you get a slice of pizza, you get a date, and you just enjoy the night. Like It was just very like conventional. And then you consensually ask if she would like to come home with you. <laughs> you don't make a well- move, though. You just spend the evening together. To your well-cleaned apartment. <laughs> and then you, uh, 30 years later, you marry her and you uh, have a few kids and you just live out your life. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> a very, it's just the, uh, notebook plot. <laughs> God damn it. Um, on to round three. Let's see here. While Doug's thinking, I'll fill the air with some stuff he might cut out. Uh, new game coming out called Owlboy, which looks fuck dope. And apparently hmm. it's been like eight years in the making. So if you like pixel platformers. This is the game for you. The creator of Binding of Isaac, who you know I love, is coming out with a new game. But so far, only the title's been out, which is Ouroboros, which is the snake who eats its own tail. Oh, yeah. So it looks very interesting and definitely in his style. So that's Mm -hmm. literally all I know about is the name. So Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Is it uh, him and Tommy? So Tommy was the other guy that helped with Super... Super Meat Boy. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, but Tommy didn't help with Binding of Isaac. Never mind. No, I think, as far as I know, it's just Edmund McMillan. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's definitely like in his style. It's not uh, Super Meat Boy style. So gotcha. I think it's just him. Uh, and then Poland is just fucking loving Witcher as much as I am because they're putting Geralt of Rivia on a stamp. And not like a novelty stamp, like a legitimate postal service for Poland stamp. That's when you know their government just like, like respects video gaming as a medium. Oh, they gave like the collector's edition of Witcher Two to President Obama. <laughs> like they gave that as like part of the embassy, like cultural exchange sort of thing. Like they love Witcher as they should. And there's probably a zero percent <laughs> chance he played it. Oh, not at all. But yeah. it is proof that there is porn in there because the oh, collector's God edition came with a Playboy like photo shoot of. The main female Triss uh, Marigold. All right, I have a category. So let's Dang. see how it goes. <laughs> um, you guys are the next big thing in music, and but the thing is, you only have one hit. So you're you're destined to be a one hit wander, but you don't know that yet. What is the name of the song that you play for everybody that they adore? And you get bonus points if you give a genre, and then double bonus points if you give us a sample of the song. 
how would we give a sample? I know Mark's got it in him. <clears throat> you just okay. want to hear Mark sing again. It's for Cassie. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, to pander or not to pander? <laughs> it's truly the question of this game. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So it's pretty much 50-50 as always. So wait, so this is we have to have the name of the song. That's and, the main and, thing. Okay. But yeah, yeah, you get bonus if you can tell us what kind of music it is and double bonus if you sing any, but that's I'm not expecting anyone to. I got mine. Okay. Okay, I have mine too. Alright, guys, for the win, round three, three, two, one, go. It is a mix of dubstep and math rock. Just so Ooh. math rock would be more mainstream and everyone that enjoys it now will no longer be a cheap hipster be like oh, i liked it back before it was popular. <laughs> so i can ruin a genre for a very niche market and it'll be called that dang old pussy stank <laughs> that way pussy will be said on the radio all the time i i'm all for that that's a great answer and mark uh mine's called uh don't leave tonight and uh straightforward it, uh, goes a little something like this <laughs> oh god damn it <laughs> baby it's you don't fight with me tonight baby it will be all right thank you mark the way you walk <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. the way you talk Ooh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Hey, hey, yeah. All right, I'm going to give this one to Bren. I'm sorry, Mark. The singing was great. <laughs> See, but... don't put effort into your work when you can just pander like hell. I know. he That, that really proved Bren's point to a T, and I'm sorry that you, you deserve it for the singing, but Bren's, that dang old putsy stank has been on the radio for weeks now. So. <laughs> and everyone loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Moms are buying their kids little shirts to say, Yo, pussy stank. Like, that dang old pussy stank. <laughs> I, I really want a fan to just make a song called that now and have it be dubstep math rock. That sounds dope. All right. Well, Bren walks away with another win. God damn it. You get further <laughs> away. All right. Well, that was ours, Walrus. And let's do some plugs. Where can listeners find you, Mark? Uh, you can find me on on uh, SoundCloud. Don't leave tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, check it out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Mark Lee Hacks Law. Uh, recently, a loyal fan reached out to me and uh, Brendan and uh, Doug, and it, you know, it really meant a lot. So keep that going. Hell yeah, really love fan it. interaction. Uh, yeah, and. That's, yeah, that's really it. I mean, I have an Instagram, too, I've plugged before, but, yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. And how about you, Brent? Uh, if you think this podcast sucks balls and you could do it better, prove it by going to a podcast and making your own podcast account for free and or for $5 a month to get a buttload of features. That's right. I'm plugging ourselves. Yeah. Podcast is fucking great, and I have been using it for over a year now, and it's so fucking... It's everything you want. If you're a podcaster, check it out. You're you're gonna be sold. It's like I said, it's free. So or be one of the millions of sheeple that just use Libsyn and don't think twice about your 
uh, hosting services. Or and then Podbean, when you get, and it's just like, come on, guys. I mean, And then when you get fucked over, who's surprised? Not us, because we know they're terrible. That's why we made our own. I know, ours is fucking dope. Anyway, uh, back to... Wait, did you plug your Twitter yet? No, no one cares. All right, that's right. Uh, well, we have a Twitter. If you like our show, give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I'm personally Twitch streaming every Tuesday and Thursday. Lots of Deus Ex lately, so come check it out. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. And yeah, that pretty much sums it up for this episode. Hope you guys had fun. Hope you laughed a little bit. Uh, but we will be back next week. You can count on it. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>